Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 619, for Wednesday, July 1st, 2020. This is the BGG Top 10 edition, a countdown the top 10 ranked games on Board Game Geek. At number 10, returning to the top 10 after two times at number 11, and charting for the eighth time, Great Western Trail by Alexander Feaster, published by Stronghold Games with a rating of 8.107. That resets the mark for the highest rated number 10 game ever, which was a mark that we reset every quarter for two years running up until last quarter, and is a nine-point gain over where it was at number 11. Even though Great Western Trail fell out of the top 10 for two quarters, it has never stopped gaining its rating. And so this is, after seven quarters of gain in the top 10 before, it continued to have two quarters of gain when at number 11, and it gains again. The game it displaces, after two quarters at number 10 down one spot to number 11, is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with a rating of 8.096. That's down two points. Essentially, the two games were tied last quarter, and so now there's an 11-point difference between them. This ends a run of 14 quarters for Scythe in the top 10. That's three and a half years. It peaked at number 6, in January and April of 2017, although its peak rating did not come until April of 2019, two years later, at 8.122, or 26 points higher than it is now. At that time, it actually lost a position down to number 8 after having been at number 7 for a year. Down one spot for the second quarter in a row... Actually, if you go back three quarters, it had spent seven quarters at number five, then dropped two spots to number seven, down one to number eight, and now down another one to number nine. Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games with a rating of 8.150. That's 43 points more than Great Western Trail, It is a decline of six points, the 14th consecutive, uh, or the 14th quarter of decline that Twilight Struggle has had, a total of 82 points in that time. So, Twilight Struggle, of course, is the longest running game in the top 10 by a lot. It's a very old game. And how close is it to falling out of the top 10? The answer is not really all that close. There's 43 points between Twilight Struggle and Great Western Trail. The current delta this quarter was 15 points. So if Great Western Trail continues to gain at that rate, which seems not terribly likely, it's also getting a little bit long in the tooth. But if it were to do so, Twilight Struggle has been shedding rating at about the same rate, about six points a quarter. That would take three quarters or into the spring of next year, before that Great Western Trail could pass Twilight Struggle. 
And then there's got to be another game coming along behind it. And right now there just aren't any fast movers coming up through the top 20 and 30. So I do think that even though it is perched precariously down at number 9, Twilight Struggle still has a little while to go. After two quarters at number 9, the game that has displaced Twilight Struggle moves up one spot to number 8, Gaia Project by Jens Drogemüller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.156. Six points more than Twilight Struggle, and they, they moved 18 points between them. As Gaia Project climbed 12, Twilight Struggle dropped 6. That 12-point gain for Gaia Project is pretty impressive. It's the largest gain it's had in over a year, although it has continued to gain each quarter it has been on the list. This is its ninth. At number 7 for the second quarter, Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.158. Two points more than Gaia Project. Uh, So I think we could safely figure that these two may switch places come next quarter. Going back to July of 2017, over the last three years then, Star Wars Rebellion's rating has been in the range of 8.155 to 8.170, a a pretty narrow 15-point range, and it has picked up a couple points, lost a few points, but it stayed right in that range. A very consistent performer. At number 6, for the third quarter in a row, Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, Corey Kaneska, and Dane Beltrami, published by Fantasy Flight Games with a rating of 8.206. That is 46 points more than Star Wars Rebellion, and a gain of only 6 the smallest gain that Twilight Imperium has had so far, by quite a lot. In fact, last quarter, Twilight Imperium's gain was 32 points, before that 20, before that early quarters in the top 10, so all over 40. So only 6 is a very small gain. I have to wonder whether this is an effect of the pandemic, uh, of All these games, Twilight Imperium, I think, is the one that demands the most in-person contact, which has been the hardest thing to come by over the last few months. And so it retains its position at number six. But that's a pretty healthy gap between Twilight Imperium and Rebellion. Again, it was 46 points. The gap between Twilight Struggle and Great Western Trail was 43 points. But those three games in between there, 7, 8, and 9, Star Wars Rebellion, Psy, uh, Gaia Project, and Twilight Struggle, they were only separated by 8. So a little cluster right there. At number 5 for the second quarter, Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization, by Vlada Kvatel, published by Czech Games Edition, with a rating of 8.217. 11, more than Twilight Imperium, a decline of Six. This is its tenth consecutive decline. It has lost 107 points in those ten quarters, and its gap to Twilight Imperium has shrunk again. It was halved. Last time it was 23 points. This time it is 11. I really expected that Twilight Imperium would overhaul through the ages this quarter, 
it really seems likely to happen next quarter. After three quarters up at number three, moving down one spot to number four, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with a rating of 8.280. That is 63 points more than through the ages and is a gain of six. As I mentioned last quarter and as is true again this quarter, Terraforming Mars is the oldest game ever on the list to have continuously added to its rating. That is, the game that is the longest running that has never lost rating from one quarter to the next. This is its 13th quarter on the list. And as was true last quarter, though I didn't comment on it, and as even more true this quarter... This is the highest rating we have ever seen for a number four game, 8.280. In fact, through most of the history of this list, that would have been more than enough to be the number one game on the site, all the way up until April of 2016 in Pandemic Legacy's second quarter at number one when its rating went through the roof. And then Gloomhaven came along a little while later, and went even more through the roof. In its third quarter on the list, so the youngest game we have here, it debuted two quarters back at number five. Then the quarter after that displaced through the ages for number four, and this quarter displaces Terraforming Mars to claim number three, Brass, Birmingham by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with a rating of 8.289. Nine points more than Terraforming Mars, but that's on a gain of 34 from last quarter. The quarter before that, it gained 58, and to enter the top 10, it gained 120. So it is slowing down, 120 to 58, to 34. And that's normal. This is a pretty normal progression for a fast-rising game. At number two, for the 11th quarter in a row, Pandemic Legacy Season 1 by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.473. Now, i got to do some quick math here. That is 184 points more than Brass. So when you see a game rocketing up like Brass has been, the question is, can it get into that top two? And it's just instructive to be reminded of what a vast gulf there is between the top two and the rest of the list. 184 points. That is almost exactly the gap between Brass at number three and Great Western Trail down at number 10. And it is the gap here between two and number three. Interestingly, that is a gain of five points for Pandemic Legacy, the first time its rating has ticked up again in over two years. And you got to kind of figure that this, too, is an effect of the coronavirus, right? Because it's called Pandemic. And it's a game that you can play cooperatively. You can even play solo. 
You don't need a whole big group of people to do it. At number one, for the 11th quarter in a row, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games with a rating of 8.574. 101 points more than Pandemic Legacy, and that is a decline of four. Its sixth consecutive decline It has lost 47 points in those six quarters. But that gap, uh, the delta between Gloomhaven and Pandemic Legacy is nine points this quarter. I mean, that's still a staggering amount of time for Pandemic Legacy to need to retake number one from Gloomhaven, even at nine points every quarter, which is not likely to continue. It would still need about three years to do it. There have not been a lot of different number one games on Board Game Geek over the years, but in this, its 11th quarter at the top, Gloomhaven becomes the second longest running number one game, passing Puerto Rico, which notched 10 quarters on this list at number one. Now, this list only goes back to the beginning of 2007, and Puerto Rico did spend a few years on the list before that. But at least on this list, it only spent 10 quarters at the top. So, Gloomhaven has moved into the number two spot. Now, Twilight Struggle reigned supreme for 20 quarters at number one. And whatever Puerto Rico did, uh, its total was, uh, its total was, may have been right around there, I guess. It might have been 20, 22, 23 quarters total at the top because it hit number one back in 2002 or three or something like that. So, there's still, for as long as Gloomhaven has been number one, it needs to be that number one for that much longer to be able to pass Twilight Struggle and even perhaps Puerto Rico. There's certainly a good chance it'll do that, but who knows what other crazy powerful game will come along in the next three or four years to dislodge Gloomhaven. It's what it's going to take, though, because otherwise Gloomhaven is camped out here for a real long time. For Wednesday, July 1st, 2020.